talk. Now, often when we talk about members of the LGBTQI community coming out, we naturally focus on the experience of the individual. For some, it can be a very traumatic time, particularly if they're unsure of what the reaction will be, especially from parents and other family members. And sadly, for many people, coming out can be a time of anxiety, rejection and even lost and loss. But what about parents? Why do some parents find it so difficult uh, to accept that their child is gay? My next two guests join us uh, to give us a perspective from both sides. Ben is a 39-year-old gay man who came out in his early 20s. And Anne Lapidus-Bress is author of the memoir Catastrophe, Oy vey, my child is gay and an addict, uh, which tells the story of a Jewish mother who discovers that her daughter is gay. Before we welcome uh, both of our guests to the show, I would love to hear from you uh, if you are a parent whose child has recently come out, or maybe uh, you are struggling to come out uh, to your parents. Do please get in touch with us. I'd love to hear from you this evening. 021-446-0567. And I'll start by welcoming uh, Ben to the show. Hi, Ben. Hi, how are you doing? Yeah, fantastic, thanks. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, no problem. My pleasure. So, tell us, you are um, you are heading to? Should I? Can I say heading to your forties? Is that appropriate? Is that offensive? I'm I'm afraid it's true. It's true. Um, uh, but you came yeah. out when you were in your early twenties. Can you talk a little bit about that experience and and how it was for you, particularly coming out to your parents? Yeah, it was incredibly difficult. I think the the journey of coming out is about a journey of coming to a point where it's more difficult to stay in the shadows and lying about who you are than it is to face up to the grim reality of coming out to your parents. And that was that was certainly my experience. Um, I think when I think back to it in hindsight, as somebody who's very much more comfortable in my own skin, and I think that probably goes for most people who are nearer 40 than they are to 20, um, gay, straight or otherwise, but the, the truth is that it's, it's really a journey of, of learning to accept yourself. Um, and, and I guess, but, but at, the, at the time, um, coming out to my parents was extremely difficult. It was something six months before I did it, I would have sworn to you I would never, ever do. Um, and yeah, it was incredibly frightening and incredibly difficult. What was your biggest fear prior to having the conversation with them? What was your biggest fear? Um, it's really interesting that you asked me that because now in hindsight, it seems such a long time ago, I, I, that it, it was a, just a sense of personal dread, which I think was uh, just a fear of rejection, disappointment, maybe anger, um, all of those things. Um, I just didn't, um, I didn't want to face up to the reality of coming out and then seeing them disappointed or think left me and all of that sort of stuff. Prior to you coming out, had you been aware of your parents holding any particular views uh, around homosexuality or particular ideas around um, the LGBTQI community? Yeah, I mean, um, believe it or not, 20 years ago, I don't think either of my parents would have even known what the LGBTQI community community was it wasn't even a, a in, in common parlance and it doesn't seem that long ago but the world was a totally different place mm. i think that neither of my parents were like completely outrageous homophobes who brought me up to believe that gay people were wicked or any of that stuff but i, I kind of think they they sort of felt that it was okay to be gay but let's not talk about it and it's really you know it's less than perfect it's mm. not ideal was i think um the general idea 
Um, but it, it's not as if they, they were kind of hands-on course them or anything. What was their reaction? Um, my mother cried, and um, and I felt very guilty about that. Oh. I, she cried and said, I'm crying because I feel like life is going to be more difficult for you. Um, and actually, in a sense, she had quite a lot of foresight there because, in, in a sense, life was more difficult for me than I imagined it, it might have been. It was difficult in different ways than I imagined after I came out. Um, and I think she looked for reasons to blame herself Mm. Um, she she focused um, she looked mainly at reasons of what did I do wrong um, and of course the message of what did I do wrong is that something bad has happened mm. and uh, somehow she has failed me and now I am less than perfect um, and she had to go on her own journey around that, that certainly wouldn't be her attitude now, I must just say that um, that she is you know, she is totally 100% supportive and she went on a journey pretty quickly in order to get there. And from day one, um, she was on my side, that's for sure. But she, she definitely struggled with it. And your dad? Um, he was incredibly old-fashioned about the whole thing. My dad's kind of 80 now, so he was, he was 60-ish then. And his reaction was, don't tell too many people, you might change your mind. Which is obviously ludicrous, because the idea that I'd woken up and on a whim decided to come out to my parents just showed... Um, you know, the lack of consideration. Clearly, I wasn't going to change my mind. If there'd been, in my mind, if there'd been any possibility of that, I wouldn't have been sat having that conversation. Yeah. Um, and, and that's really why I returned to the point I made earlier, which is it's, it's about coming to terms with yourself. Um, and, and ultimately, that was the most difficult part of my journey. Coming out to myself was the hardest part. Coming to accept fully that firstly I was gay and then... Having done that, then accepting fully that it was okay that I was gay, which was the second stage of the journey, was most definitely um, the, the most difficult part. And that is because, frankly, we grew up in a heteronormative society where gay people, even now, young gay teenagers, and I, I worry about this, I think about it, are constantly delivered the message that gay is not good. Mm. Mm. And that's still the case today. Um, and we still see massive levels of mental illness, homelessness and suicide amongst LGBTQI um, teenagers. And it's an absolute travesty and a tragedy in this day and age. But it's still the case. It is still not as easy as it should be. Um, there should be no such thing as coming out. What is coming out? It's ludicrous. Mm. It's just come home and say, um, oh, I've met someone. Their name's Mike. Their name's Mary. We're going on a date. Irrelevant. That's that's where we would all like, or that's where the majority of us would like to see the world go. But coming out is still a thing today. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I'm going to ask you just to hold on the line there, Ben, because I want to introduce our, our next guest, um, Anne Lepedas Breast, whose name I'm definitely, definitely pronouncing incorrectly. Anne, hello. Hi, how are you? I'm fabulous. Now, Anne, you are the author of uh, the memoir, uh, which I think is probably the, my favourite book title, possibly of all time. Uh, Catastrophe, oy vey, my child is gay and an addict, um, which is, is your experience as a Jewish mom who discovers that her daughter is gay. Um, talk to us about your journey. We've heard from, from Ben from the perspective of somebody coming out. But from your, from your uh, standpoint as a parent, what was your initial reaction? Well, my initial reaction was I was horrified and I actually couldn't believe it because I hadn't suspected anything. 
and my daughter had been in a relationship for eight years with a really lovely boy and we just presumed that they were heading towards marriage. We used to all go on holidays together, my mom, his parents, um, and it was just a matter of time, you know, before they were going to get engaged and get married and have the whole big Jewish wedding. And it didn't happen. And she didn't actually come out. And I do agree with Ben. I actually listened to everything he said, and I think he's 100% correct. One shouldn't have to come out. It should just be, as he said, um, Mom, Dad, I'm going out with so-and-so, and that's it, not to have a whole revelation. My daughter had worried and wondered about her own sexuality since she was quite young. This all came out afterwards. And when she told me, it was actually about two years after she had broken off with this boy. And when she came to tell me she broke off with the boy, she said they had issues and they decided to give it a break. I had no idea and I was heartbroken because I was I really liked him and I liked his family. And what was I going to tell my mother? Because my mother also, you know, we were very Jewish in that way. We were looking forward to the whole big wedding bit. Mm. And which is probably selfish on our behalf. When I look back, I could actually cringe that I'm actually saying this. And eventually, people started seeing her around holding hands with the girl. And that girl was actually coming into our home, but I never suspected anything. I never thought a thing, even though I knew that this girl was gay. She was a very well-known singer here. Um, It was in the year 2000, and I had no idea. I I was just wondering why my daughter was so friendly with this very boyish-looking girl. So after about two years, she told me, and... I, I really, I did my not. I mean, I, I wasn't at all happy. And again, I also, like listening to Ben, I was actually smiling to myself because I actually thought it's a phase and she'll grow out of it. I mean, she was already a woman of 25. And I said something to her that I could die right now just thinking about it. Oh. I took up a coffee and I said to her, you know, why don't you just go on to hormone treatment? <gasps> well, I don't want to tell you. We were sitting in Village Walk, which doesn't exist anymore. No, in it doesn't, does it? <laughs> and she got up and she, she, she was absolutely disgusted at me. Mm. And I felt such a heel. I felt terrible that I said it, but I really believed it. I thought if she has it, I really believed it. I thought if she has a little bit of hormone therapy, then maybe she'll be more, you know, wanting to go back to this lovely boy. Anyway, I knew that if I kept up this attitude, I was going to lose my daughter. And I then sat myself down and I spoke to myself and I thought, well, I don't want to lose her. And it wasn't that I was horrified that she was gay. It, it was just the whole lifestyle. And it was such a that, that she was going to be leading and the fact that she wasn't going to be marrying this boy. I was really upset about it and I was surprised and a little bit shocked. But once I got over that, I thought, you know, I love my daughter and I don't. I want to be in her life. And the only way I can be in her life is if I actually embrace her friends, embrace her lifestyle. 
And that is exactly what I did. And in the beginning, it wasn't so easy, but I got used to it. And after a while, and certainly today, I'm I'm not even aware of it. I was never ashamed. It was nothing like that. Um, you know that that is that is her. I do believe. I might be wrong, but I believe that it is genetic, that it's in the DNA, and she's got a sister from her father's uh, first wife, who is also gay, and is also another person in, in very close in the family who's also gay. And I thought, well, it's it's in the DNA. It's nothing to do with an overbearing mother or a too strict father. I, I don't believe that that's got absolutely anything to do with it. And um, I just embraced her lifestyle and it's fine. And I'm, I'm, I'm just cringing that I could have been the way I was. But fortunately, I didn't have that attitude for very long. I also don't believe, um, I know I'm on the radio, but I'm saying it anyway, I do not believe the fact that it's, um, oh, I've forgotten the word, it's an abomination. It does say that in the Torah. I don't know about other religions. Um, I don't believe that at all. I don't believe it's an abomination. I'm very comfortable with the fact that my daughter is gay. I never had a problem in, in telling people. And the funny thing is, and I must just say that the the title of the book I call the book Catastrophe. I actually wrote the book because um, my do- I found out that my daughter was on drugs. Mm. I didn't write the book about her being gay, but my publisher, who is Melinda Ferguson... She yes, I know her well. <laughs> Melinda, I went with Angela into Melinda's offices in Oakland Park one mm. day, and she said, I'm going to take your book. But she said, I'm not happy about the title, Catastrophe, what's Catastrophe? I said, well, I wrote the book, I called it Catastrophe, because my daughter was on Cat. I actually thought I was very clever to play on the word. And she said, oi vey, my child is gay and an addict. So Angela and I laughed. I said, well, you're not calling it that, oh, but I am. Yeah. And that's actually, that was actually her little brainchild. That sounds like Melinda, that sounds about right, domineering and, yeah. <laughs> so... As, as you know, the, I actually wrote the book about the the oive is actually that she is an addict, or well, she's a recovering mm. a- addict, and I'm happy to say she's doing extremely well. Fantastic. But the the oive is, is not that she's gay, but you know, Melinda said it rhymed, and um, the booksellers they all love the name, so that's how the name came about. So um, is there anything, you know, you would like to ask me? Well, anything? I just want, I just want to go back to, to Ben for a second, Anne, if I can just ask you to hold on the line. I just want to go back to you for sure. a second, Ben. In he- Ben, in hearing Anne talking about her reaction uh, to her daughter coming out, what does that, how does that make you feel? To, I mean, have, obviously your parents didn't say anything along the lines of, can't you take some hormones? But... I, I'm assuming that, that that there are things that your parents have done or said that have made you think, God, what century are you living in? What do you think, you know, what do you think this is? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it, it, it wasn't completely unfamiliar. I don't think um, they, <laughs> they ever said anything like that. But certainly, um, you know, at first there was a conversation about how my mother wouldn't feel comfortable about me sharing a bed with a man under her roof. Um, there... My stepfather um, 
at one point was saying to my mum, why are you telling people about this? There was all sorts of things that did happen which were um, disturbing. But I think the important thing is, and, and listening um, intently as I did, is that what, what um, one comes to understand is that we're all going on a journey, including parents. And I think the most you can ask of your parents, and my parents are obviously quite a bit older than me, as most people are, they came from a different time. And what you, I think the best you can ask of people is for them to challenge their views, um, for them to understand that they have a role in playing in coming to terms with this, um, that that might not happen in an instant. But as long as you all go on that journey together and ultimately they stand by you and say, you know what, um, come hell or high water, we're on this journey together, but we love you, then that's kind of as much as you can ask. And that's not to excuse, um, you know, terrible behaviour um, towards LGBT people coming out. I, I don't condone that. Um, but I do think that we have to give people somewhat of a break all the time that they're challenging themselves and challenging views which they may never have been asked to challenge ever before. Um, and I go back to the point that if there are any people out there, if there are any teenagers struggling with their sexuality, wondering about you know what their parents are going to say and what they're going to do, the answer really is that um, whatever happens, you are okay. It's okay to be you. And you need to come to terms first and foremost with the fact that whatever anybody says, whatever happens, you're okay. And as soon as you've got that bit nailed, the rest um, you can cope with, the rest that you can walk through in the knowledge that it's okay to be you. And that's, that's what I would urge people to do is just dig deep and come to terms with the fact that you can take a look in the mirror and say, you know what, I'm not ashamed of me, I'm okay with me, and the rest will follow, the rest, the rest will come. And if your parents are half-decent people who love you, even if they've got some antiquated views, they'll, wor they'll work through those in order to have a relationship with you and because ultimately they love you because you're their child. I just want to go um, to, to something else, which is that you're getting married in a couple of, a couple of months' time. Um, and I am indeed. <laughs> congratulations. Where, Thank you. Would you have imagined sort of 20 years ago that you would, first of all, be be getting married second of all that you would be getting married with your parents consent uh, and, and maybe not consent but with their with their understanding and their love and that you would be marrying a, a man who i'm assuming is the love of your life absolutely he is the love of my life um no i wouldn't have imagined that because in the uk it was illegal and it was illegal in almost every country if not every country in the world it, it never occurred to me when i was growing up and when i was um, I was going to come out. One of the things that was really a big mourning process for me um, and that I really had to work through before I came out was that I would never be able to get married and I would never be able to have children. Mm. And that's something that I had to come to terms with before I was able to come out. Um, of course, as it turns out, I'm very fortunate um, that that isn't the case and I can get married and I can have children and I, I have all those choices today because the world has changed. But when I came out, um, which, you know, I am a relatively young person, I'm 39. Wow. And when I came, I mean, youngish, <laughs> let's just go with that. When I, when I came out, it was, you had to be 21 to be in a homosexual relationship or you went to prison. Um, you couldn't get married, you couldn't get life insurance, um, you couldn't adopt, you could be fired for being gay. Um, this was all true in in the uk it seems unimaginable now but that was the situation 20 years ago so now i never dreamt that i would be able to get married 
What do you, and it's very difficult to kind of go back and, and impose our wishes of how people had behaved in certain ways, but is there anything else that your parents could have done differently when it came to you coming out that would have made things easier for you? Yes, absolutely. I mean, my parents are two lovely people, but did they handle that situation seamlessly? Um, absolutely no, they didn't. Um, and actually, I had three parents. I had a stepdad to contend with. who was probably the worst of the lot. He didn't speak for a month. He was struck dumb, bless him. Um, but um, they, they all ultimately came around and were 100% supportive. And, and so I'm not here to knock them. But if, if, if I could say the things that I think that they could have done differently or the perfect situation if your child was to come out is, firstly, if your child comes out, it's not about you. Um, it is nothing to do with you. Um, it is, you know, people's sexuality is not a choice. It is just what it is. And so my advice would be, whatever internal struggles you might be having, I'm afraid they're yours to have. Do not inflict your child with that judgment. Um, if you need to go away and speak to someone and come to understand this, don't put that on them. That's the first thing that I would say. Um, the second thing is that if you possibly can, I would, I would grin broadly and say, that's lovely here. It is, after all, utterly and completely irrelevant. So I think the less you make of it, um, absolutely the better. Uh, it's been great having you join us. You are getting married in, in, uh, in September. Um, what do you want for a, for a wedding gift? Have you thought about that? Um, well, that's, um, that's a good question, frankly. Um, no, I haven't. I would quite like a Patek Philippe watch. A, a what? <laughs> A what? A Patek Philippe watch. Each. One each would be good. If for anybody's listening. For you and your future husband. How many, people are attend- yeah. how many people are attending this wedding? Four. Me, um, my partner, and our two dearest friends. Are either of the dearest friends wealthy? No. Right. I think you can kiss goodbye to that watch. It's been lovely to have you on the show. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful wedding. Um, let's uh, finish up with uh, with Anne, if we may. Anne, back to you. Listening to Ben and talking about the idea of um, what could his parents have done better. Do you ever sort of sit and think, oh, God, I wish I, I, wish I knew then what I know now or this is what I would say differently? And, and how do you... Do you talk to other parents whose kids have come out and sort of say this is how this is what my journey was um a hundred percent first of all when a lot of people phone me either about the drug issue or about the gay issue and and i tell them what i actually felt myself at the time that my love for my daughter was number one it never ever ever we never had a fallout or anything other than the fact that she didn't talk to me for asking her to get onto the hormones, she still came to the house and we still had dinner together and, and we, I, I loved her, love her, I should say. And I tell parents that the love of your child is greater than the fact that the child is gay. And I mean, what is wrong with being gay? You know, it is something, it's not anybody's fault. I never felt in any way guilty. I didn't feel bad about it. My actual disappointment was you know that she wasn't going to be having a wedding i had to change my mindset so i tell parents just change your mindset and do what's think that this is what your child wants whether it's a boy whether it's a girl it it is about them angela my daughter said to me it's not about you mom it's about me 
And if I had my chance over again, what I feel bad about, and it hurts me more than anything, is that my daughter was struggling with this all these years and never came to tell me because she was afraid of what I would do and what I would think. And she knew that, you know, I was expecting like a son-in-law and grandchildren, the way people think, that is the mindset. That's the way we are. We're born, we have children, and we know that those children are going to get married and have children of their own one day. So she, I've lost my train of thought. Um, Yes, she struggled with not telling me. She was afraid to tell me, afraid that we'd shun her, which of course we didn't, afraid of my mom's disappointment, And I feel bad, worse than anything, that she had to go through that pain Mm. of being afraid. And then eventually she couldn't, she couldn't go through with the engagement to this guy. And um, she she knew she was now 25 and she had to break it off. But she still couldn't tell me. And that's, I feel bad about that. And can I just ask you, you've got about one minute left, but I just want to ask you, do you think ever that some parents give the reasoning of, oh, but, you know, it's so disappointing. We wanted you to get married and have, give the reasoning of, oh, but, you know, it's so disappointing. We wanted you to get married and have kids, which, of course, gay couples do all the time. As a as a sort of smokescreen to actually some some deep rooted homophobia. No, I, I well I can't answer for other parents. Um, it wasn't like that with me. No, I, no, and I I don't. Um, I've never had. You know, I've got gay friends and I've photographed gay weddings and as I'm a photographer. Um, I, I've never. It was never about the homophobia or anything like that with me. Or my ex-husband, you know, my my daughter's father. Mm. We, for for me, it was just, it was just like a whole new way of having to look at the situation. But once I, I was quite strict with myself, and I talked to myself, and um, it was, it became easier, and I, I, I just wasn't upset anymore. But I had been maybe three four months. I, I was. I must be honest, I was devastated. But then mm-hmm. I got over it. You know, you get over things and and I do, did and do want what's best for my daughter. And she's a very happy girl and that's all that matters. And we're going to have to leave it there. Thanks so much for joining us uh, this evening. That's uh, Anne Lapidus.